It's time for the Where to Now Adventures podcast, coming to you from the great state of Texas. Get ready to be entertained as you listen to epic travel stories, learn about great destinations, and get tips on planning your next trip. And now, Cabarones, here's your host, Jose G. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Where to Now Adventures podcast, the show that will inspire you to travel more, see the world, and have a good laugh. I am your host, Jose G, and this is episode three, On the Road with the UK, UK Clark Griswold. If you've seen the hilarious Chevy Chase film Vacation, then you know all about Clark Griswold and the shenanigans that he went through taking his family across country to Wally World from, I believe it was uh, Chicago in the film. He was determined. And, uh, well, my next guest, uh, he went through something similar as uh, Murphy's Law was in full effect as he took his family on a five-week, 6,000-mile RV adventure from Texas to Yellowstone National Park. Told as only a Brit can tell a story. Hope you enjoy it. How you doing, Bruce? Welcome to the show, cabron. Thank you very much. How are you? Doing good, man. Doing good. Uh, let me start by uh, thanking you, man, for coming on and uh, working with me on the schedule. Uh, I know you're in uh, Saudi Arabia right now. Yeah, you said you'd pay me. What are you talking about? Thank <laughs> me. Uh, checks in the mail, man. So I know uh, it's uh, about an eight-hour difference right now. So yeah, that's right. It's just the evening. We just finished a barbecue on the beach. So uh, oh, that's right. You guys don't uh, you guys don't work uh, on Fridays over there, right? Correct. Correct. Fridays and Saturdays. Sweet, sweet. So um, let me. Uh, I've already given a, a quick uh, backdrop on what we're going to talk about. So I just wanted to kind of just tell a real quick story of how me and Bruce met. And how we came about and became buds. Uh, what started off as a, uh, a, a customer uh, relation uh, blossomed into a man. That sounds gay, dude. <laughs> into a, a, a real friendship, but I mean, it is Don't what it is. Don't tell him about the kissing part. <laughs> so, so Bruce and I, uh, you know. He was a uh, consultant for uh, one of our customers at, at my real job and my day job. And uh, I believe we met in California in person for the first time. And, uh, you know, we just kind of hit it off right away. And you, you can chime in whenever you want, Bruce, if I get off track. But we we were there for, you know, to take a test, uh, to watch some equipment test. And, you know, that went yeah, well. Um, I, I believe I uh, I met your boss first, didn't I? Dressed in the ball cap and wife beater vest. And- <laughs> Oh yeah, so so I had two assistants with me, and uh, one of them decided to 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 rent a, a convertible and just went all out and uh, you know totally against the policy. You know where you know we're supposed to keep everything. You know average hotel, average car. But long story short, I think I got a minivan for some reason, and uh, I ended up just trading vehicles, pulling rank, and <laughs> taking the convertibles since it was paid for already, and. It was a must. So yeah, it was a nice vibe. It was a nice ride. So um, it was. It we, was. we we sent them to Mexico for another t- for another test, and then uh, we took care of our business in Orange. So after the test, you know, it was, everything was fine. Paperwork was signed off, so we had time to kill. And uh, so Bruce asked me to uh, take him to Malibu. Yeah, which- I believe you you wanted to see Tony Stark's house, didn't you? <laughs> And uh, so we, we drove up. Um, I didn't have a hat, and of course, I've got a big bald head. So uh, you let me fry all the way up there. Um, my head sticking out the top of the car. Luckily, the wind kept me cool, and uh, we drove for a, what must have been about sixteen hours. It it seemed like we took the scenic route, man. And uh, so we get there, and of course, uh, you know, we're like, okay, well, when we get there, we'll just ask around and you know see see where this place is at you know the the tony stark famous uh iron man house right you know overlooking the, the yeah. water and the, and the pacific and malibu so so we get there i think where do we ask i think we stopped at a was it a gas station or a restaurant no, no, no. Sure. it was a bar it was a bar right on the beach where all the rich and famous have their um holiday uh, homes. yeah that's right that's right you so, asked the waitress 
uh, young, pretty blonde wannabe actress, you asked her where the Tony Stark house was. And when she smirked and said, that's CGI, didn't you realize? You said, well, he wanted to know <laughs> and pointed to me and blamed it all on me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, it was, it's kind of embarrassing, man, when you think about it. But I mean, you know, they don't tell you these. Yeah, it was, wasn't as embarrassing as on the way back when we'd had quite a few beers after that and we stopped off at Malibu Beach. Because oh, to you watch the, to see, the sunset? <laughs> you want to see the sunset and you were adamant you wanted to see the sunset. So uh, we went out on the, the boardwalk with the big Ferris wheel and we went really? to a restaurant and um, they it sat us down. It sounds romantic. We, we, yeah, we couldn't see much and they sat us down and we were fine. I was hungry and we were then set to eat. And you got in a strop and you told the waiter, um, I will really want to see the sunset. And the only way I could uh, sort of pass it off was to grab you by the hand and walk you around the back to a table where you could actually see the sunset. <laughs> and uh, the waiter thought we were a couple. Obviously, I was the giver. You were the receiver. <laughs> so, so yeah. <laughs> So then I, I think uh, then after that, we uh, for some reason, we made a stop uh, at, at the beach. Uh, well, you, and, parked. Uh, you parked right on the beach and you didn't care where you parked. You just left it because the car was in the other guy's name. And you said if you got a ticket, it would be on his name. Um, <laughs> uh, as we walked onto the beach, there was um, a group of people doing calisthenics and on the, the rope on the rings. And you said out of the way, everyone, I can do this. At which point I stood back with my camera, knowing that this was going to be completely hilarious. Uh, you you almost grabbed a ring. They had to help you because you're so short. Um, they put a ring in your hand. You took one run up, and I clicked the picture just as you hit the floor. You didn't even manage one swing. You're gonna have to send me the send me the uh, the picture. Yeah, so, I've still got that picture. Don't worry. I think I framed it actually. I think I've got it in the house. So that, in a nutshell, is uh, is how we met, and that was. Uh, all that you know everything we just told you that that all happened in in 24 hours uh, incredible <laughs> but uh, anyways so that being said uh you know bruce uh, was uh, under contract right bruce uh, for this company and uh, yeah. I believe, what maybe a five year contract or something like that well, it was just an ongoing rolling contract really while okay. the been and and then uh yeah, and then you got wind of of a layoff right and and um well, we kind of we knew there'd be a slowdown, and I always said that when I, when I left, I was going to hire an RV, grab a big bag of weed, and then travel around the United States. So, um, so that, and, 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 and let's transition to that, because that, that's what I was, I wanted to know, what came first? Did the news of the layoff come first, or were you already thinking about the RV? Uh, oh, no, I'd, I'd, really, I'd planned on the RV since I'd got there, because we... Uh, you so know, the whole the time you were you were here in Texas, you you said, "Man, I'm gonna rent me an RV whenever it's time to go back and." Oh yeah, yeah. And do Definitely. it Willie Nelson style. It was it was the plan. No, no. Well, there was no plan. It was just rent an RV from somewhere, and um, take off. So we had we had our three kids with us who were ages six to nine, um, and the layoff came, uh, which was fine by me, no problem. Uh, so I found a place locally in in Katy, Texas, that rented RVs out, and so, uh, I rented a thirty-one foot RV. Well, well, hold 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 that road. Well, let me back you up just a little bit, Bruce. So, what did your family say? What did the wife say when you pitched the idea to her? When you told her, "Hey, uh, you know what? It, it, you know, if I get laid off, or when, you know, when it's time to go, we're gonna we're gonna rent an RV." Kind of, it was kind of a joint decision, to be honest with you. Okay. Uh, she's She's quite adventurous. Um, I originally just wanted to go around Texas, you know, go to Lugenbach and all the all the famous places in Texas. Yeah, uh, because we'd been we'd been around to the Alamo and everything, and we'd travelled as much as possible while we were there. Okay, because um, I love Texas. Yeah, it's you're you're this this dude. Hey, Bruce is a uh, he may be from the UK. Hey, Bruce, but what, what part of the UK are you from? Norfolk. Yeah, I don't know where the fuck that is. I mean, imagine that's close to Stonehenge, right? No, I used to live near Stonehenge. I was about 15 minutes away from there. And you know I've never been either. I used to drive past it all the time. But um, it's very small. So <laughs> so Norfolk, well, I mean, I mean, for people that don't know, I mean, most people know uh, England and, you know, the, the big cities. What is it close to? Or, what? or the West Coast of it? Or? 
It's on it's on the east coast, and it's the little round bit that sticks out just near the bum of England. Um, there's Norfolk and Suffolk, and it stands for North Folk and Su- South Folk. Um, the Suffolk people are all inbred. They're all, uh, <laughs> quite, you know. Okay, so yeah, it goes from uh, Texas only to you know what? Let's 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 bust out a map. Let's let's uh, let's let's we hit didn't some even of break the- out a map. We didn't break out a map. We knew we wanted to go to um, Yellowstone. Okay, and we would have quite liked to go to the big park in California as well. Okay, uh, uh, Yosemite yeah. or one of those. Yeah, uh, Yosemite and see the sequoias, and then maybe up up north a bit, and then across through Yellowstone. But it, it kind of the, the plan changed every day. We didn't really have a destination in mind until the night before, and then we'd either phone the night before or on the day for our next stop. Hold hold on one second, buddy, because <laughs> I, I I wanted to know about the RV, man. Because you 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 had touched on it. It was a 30, 31 footer, so yeah. it is, and and it was four of y'all, right? Uh, five. Oh man, sorry about that, man. I left out one of your kids, man. <laughs> I know. Nice. So okay, so it was five of y'all. Uh, and, and it, it was thirty. And, you know, in hindsight, was a thirty-one footer enough? Or, or, or uh, do you think? Totally, yeah, with small kids, it is. With small kids, but if I if I ever do it again, and I do plan to do it again, um, it's going to be a forty foot. Okay, and, and and what about work. driving driving them, man? Is it is it a uh, pretty easy to handle, or is it kind of yeah. scary sometimes yeah. on the on the di- on the uh, inclines? It's just, and- uh, no, it's, it's just an an F four fifty. That's all it is. It's a it's okay. a Ford truck, you know. But I mean, um, the truck the first day the truck the step didn't work. The step was stuck out. Um, the the extension that came out wouldn't go all the way back in, so I had to drive it from the Four Points Hotel back to the place to get them to fix that. Uh, they ended up disconnecting the automatic brake on the extension, uh, which will come into play later on when we actually went up those inclines. Oh, um, shit. But, yeah, it, it, wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't really that bad. I mean, I've driven tanks before in the Army or 432 armoured fighting vehicles. Okay, so, uh, so so kind of similar then, huh? Well, it's just a heavy thing that you just plod along. You know, you're not doing any great speeds or anything, or any uh, wild turning or nothing, right? So no. Hey, no. so Bruce, so for someone that's never rented an RV, or you know, people that are listening and wondering, you know, okay, well, you know, what, what kind of money are we talking? How much? How much do these things cost? Is it by the mile, by the day, by the week? How they how they charge you? Um, do you know what? I can't really remember. Uh, I know it cost me about ten thousand dollars in the end. Shit, and no, that, just just the vehicle rental, the RV rental. Yeah, yeah just the vehicle rental. Fucking I may hell, have been man. slightly ripped off. I don't know. Um, it was an old, an older one, which I probably could have. I should have got <laughs> less money. Hey, but, uh, hey, Bruce, they, they they did you like uh, Clark G- uh, Griswold in vacation, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a lot of the stuff that you saw in those old RV films, like the Clark Griswold and the the Robin Williams one. Yeah. That stuff actually happens when you're on the road. It really does. Honestly, the towns and the people and the mishaps with the the septic tank and everything, all that happens. All of it. Um, I guess I mean, the good thing is, uh, did, did your wife drive it too, or you, you did all the, yeah, yeah. all the driving? Yeah. Well, um, so I got, I got really sick when we were like in day three of the holiday. Was it the mange? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the right. mange. It was a little inside joke, people. That's yeah. another story for another day. So uh, I just uh, stuck my feet up out of the window half the time and the wife drove she'll drive anything she don't care she's an adventurer yeah so, uh, yeah and i was just driving along drinking beer because i used to drink at that point um, yeah i remember man we used to we used to we used to pound them man yeah uh, the kids running around in the back you know not sat down not strapped in it was a real 1970s seat belt kind of thing you know yeah, yeah, no, I bet, man. And and you know how how do you uh you know you being from the UK and your wife uh you know from from there as well uh, is how do you like the roads here, man? Or was it, was it did it take some getting used to? Was it easy? Yeah, I know they're no, wider, yeah. that's for sure. Because I've been to the UK and that shit is narrow. Yeah. yeah, now your your road system is the best in the world. I've driven in uh, over twenty countries at least. Um, your road system is is the best. Uh, the loops, the loop backs, you know, uh, the size of the roads, the parking, everything's bigger and better. Uh, yeah, especially just, in Texas. Well, you you kind of um, 
you kind of learned all the lessons from us and improved on them, I suppose. You know, so uh, it came from us originally, but there you go. You're welcome. <laughs> all right. Welcome. Hey, Bruce. So uh, you guys get on the road finally. Boom. Everything's fixed at the hotel. You, 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 what's your, where's your first stop? And then uh, what, what was your first date? So the first, well, we, we were in Texas, obviously, for quite a while. So the first day we drove to Austin because I wanted to go and see Chris Kyle's grave. Right. And have a look at Austin because I hadn't been, been to Austin before. He was um, the, uh, the sniper, right? American sniper? That's correct. Yeah, he was. Okay. Um, now, there's, there's, see, the story behind that was I, I, I used to read all those books. And um, I came, first came across to Houston in January 2013. And I believe he was shot and killed in around about March 2013. So I just read his book, and then that came on the news. So, um, you know, I was always interested in that. Obviously, being from the Army was uh, military history and all that sort of thing. So we went we went and had a day sort of – it was kind of a test drive to get used to the RV and see how we'd, how we'd fare when we parked up and everything. So right. the first stop – the first stop was Austin, and then the first night we actually stopped in um, Fredericksburg. Okay, and that's when you went to, to Lukenbach. That's correct, yeah. We stayed at um, the campsite just up the road from Lukenbach. That's that's a cool little bar, man. Yeah, it was a lovely place, Hondo's place. It was uh, it was great to snap some pictures and had some beers in the bar and had a meal out in Fredericksburg, which is really nice. Yeah, really Fredericksburg nice. is... It's a lot of um, lot of German influence there. So, yeah, definitely, definitely. Hey, and um, so, so you guys weren't towing a car, right? It was strictly just the the thirty one footer. Just the thirty one footer, mate. Yeah. All right. So, so it was when you got to go to dinner or something like that. You just you just park the RVs at a restaurant. Yeah, as I said, the the parking's brilliant in Texas. You can park that in a in a Walmart car park, no problem. <laughs> All right. So then from, from Texas, man, you did your, your Texas bucket list uh, items. You, then you take off where? Yeah. So we went up to next stop was Carlsbad caverns. Uh, still oh, in Texas. Yeah. No, that's um, in New Mexico. Yeah. Oh, is it right? Okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. They kind of all blurred into one. So yeah, that, yeah we, that's did, we, <laughs> we left there and we were driving across the West Texas, I suppose it's where you have a lot of the uh, land rigs and that. And oh, yeah, uh, the Midland, uh, you know, by Midland. Yeah, yeah. And it's like a nuclear wasteland out there, man. It is, it is. Oh, and, your fuel um, pump went out. Yeah, the fuel pump went. Well, it has two fuel pumps, apparently, but one of them went out. So you had to keep stopping, turning the key off, restarting, so then you could drive again. Otherwise, you were driving on a very slow speed. Um, and we were only two days out of the place. Oh, I, did, I didn't even think about taking it back. I just thought, now let's get it fixed and get on with it. So um, from there, we kind of limped up to um, Roswell. All right, the aliens. Um, we went, we yeah. went through Clark County. Clark County, I believe it was, where Billy the Kid and the Renegades all were. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Again, that's, that's quite featureless, that place. But it was nice to drive through somewhere with a bit of history, something where you've read the books, you know, you've seen the films and... How'd your kids like uh, Roswell and Carlsbad? Oh uh, yeah, they were they were okay, but they were little, you know, very little. So it was all a lot of walking for them, a lot of doing stuff. Yeah, but I keep forgetting how they, small they were, they were back then. They were um, they were more interested in playing with the RV, you know, climbing up yeah. on top of the bed above the cab and all that <laughs> kind of thing, electronics, yeah, you know, playing on the phone and that. So uh, all right. So then, uh, that was you. So then, now you're in New Mexico, and then uh, you're steadily making your way toward Yellowstone because that that was the final destination, right? It was. So we were staying night to night and day to day. We were phoning the next place to go. Uh, we went to Roswell, and I was quite ill then. I had to go to a pharmacist and a doctor's actually to get some antibiotics. So um, what, what the hell was wrong with you? Oh, I got no idea. No idea uh, at all. All right. Anyway. But um, the boy was sick as well, which he projectile vomited down the entire center of the RV, so it stank of uh, stomach acid uh, halfway through. You know, it was, it was kind of one of them trips where everything that could go wrong would go wrong. Yeah, um, your gas pump went out. The, you know, the, the child yeah. is a. Uh, well, we got uh, that fixed. We got that fixed in Roswell. The, yeah. the gas pumps. So we stayed there for a couple of days. Um, 
I think we had two nights in a in a hotel actually while we were okay. waiting for that, and I was getting better as well at the time. Um, All right. So you you at this point at this point, Bruce, you you're not discouraged yet, right? Even though no, you got no, all these, no, no. okay. No, um, I'm just trying to calculate whether my wife will actually hear this podcast or not. Anyway, so um, she was she was a little bit she had a bit of an upset stomach, and um, we parked on this RV park in Roswell, and okay. she suddenly got up, and um, I wouldn't let anyone take a dump in the toilet because we had to live in there, and obviously it smelled. So right. uh, she sent her off. I packed her off to the 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 toilets on camp. Anyway, I got a phone call about five minutes later with, I didn't make it, bring me some trousers. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> I had to walk out with a, with a pair of spare trousers for her because she'd, uh, she'd shattered halfway up there, apparently. Hey, man, that's so, an ugly feeling, man. <laughs> hey, you know what? Hey, Bruce, hey. <laughs> that shit almost happened to me, dude, on, when I was on a vacation, man. Uh, I almost didn't make it, dude. Like, I was like, yeah. you, you know, I had already mentally prepared myself that it was going to happen, man. I was just going to throw down and fuck it, you know. But <laughs> Well, she had the cold sweat. You know the cold sweat you get just before the release? She yeah. had them before she left the RV. So she had, <laughs> she had a good 200 meters to walk trying to nip her cheeks together, but she didn't make it, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, man. You get uh, it. Was um, I wasn't allowed to tell anyone, so now I'm telling everyone on your podcast anyway. No, that's um, that's that's good, man. I mean, hey, but you know what? That's what makes it real, man. Because you know, you had, I'm sure if, uh, anyone that takes these kind of trips, man, you take enough trips, man, <laughs> you're gonna have yeah. stories like this. Well, it wasn't even the last time she did it on the holiday. Um, she did it again later on, which I'll I'll tell you about. But um, anyway, yeah. So we left Roswell, um, and then we headed towards the Grand Canyon. Okay. Um. That's nice, and, man. Yeah, we we managed to we didn't book anywhere and we thought we'd just turn up south of the Grand Canyon, there'd be plenty of places. And the place we found on the Sam's Club was full. Mm. So we couldn't go in there. And we'd driven past this place called Black Barts. Uh, and I thoroughly recommend Black Barts to anyone. It looks a little bit disheveled from the outside, but what an experience that was. It, we, it's a it's an R V park. Yeah, it's an R V park and bar and saloon and all that. So okay. we, we managed to get a space there. We parked up. We went for something to eat. We were a bit late, but they said they'd do some food for us anyway. Um, and all the waiters were going around serving everybody. And then all of a sudden, all the waiters and waitresses went up on stage and started singing show tunes, like with the piano, proper oh, like show a, tunes. Like a karaoke? Uh, no, they were... Oh, they were putting like... Real music, okay. um, singing show tunes and... Me and the missus were sitting there with lighters and yeah, <laughs> enjoying the show and all that. Yeah, that's, so that was uh, that was a fun night then. That was an experience, mate. It's just one of them things that you happen to walk into. You know, it's surreal. All right. Um, so we went from there. The next day, we went to the Grand Canyon. We walked around the South Rim. Yeah, the Grand Canyon um, is impressive, man. It is. It is. And uh, with these little children, we decided to go to the furthest point and then walk back to the car park and we decided to walk along the canyon ridge not along the road so there yeah, is you gotta, a you gotta be careful man yeah i sort of figured that out halfway um the the <laughs> footpath you've got the footpath you've got the side and then you've got a two thousand foot drop yeah hey, <laughs> but you, so. hey there, there's motherfuckers that fall off dude every year man out there yeah i know I know. Anyway, so I started kind of corralling the kids through these uh, through these little paths and that with these sheer drops, getting them to look straight ahead and not down because they're all scared of heights. Yeah, um, man. Yeah, wow. My ass is nipping up as I'm going. But then we yeah, uh, hey, decided. My wife would have yeah. been pissed. My wife would have been pissed at me, Bruce. She would have said, "Man, how the hell you bring us out here like this?" <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, you go, all right, so so the Grand Canyon, man. Uh, you I mean, your kids had to have it like that, man. It's uh, yeah, well, they loved it. They loved, but can... they don't really appreciate it when they're small. But yeah, it was good. We never walked down into the canyon, which I'd love to do one time. Yeah, I, I haven't I'll... done it either, man. Maybe maybe we can do that together, man. Sure, we, we can do it hand in hand, dude. That's no right, problem. man. Just we like just like, Mal... in... just like in just like in Malibu. <laughs> 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 All right. 
All right, yeah. cool, man. So uh, you, you're steadily making your way now, man. By then, by by this time, you're you're a few weeks into the trip now, right? And uh, yeah, we got to be we got to be a good week and a half into it now. Um, then we headed towards Lake Mead, and we stayed right on the shore of Lake Mead. Oh man, that's nice. Um, and it was lovely. It really was lovely there. It was great. Uh, we took a speedboat out, and we said we'd take the water skiing stuff because my wife said, "Oh, I used to do this when I was little." She'd done it once. She'd never done it again. And she was a lot fitter then. So anyway, I drove the speedboat. Um, two kids didn't like it. One of them was a bit of a head case. She did like it. She was jumping around all over the place. She loved it. Oh, man. She loved yeah, speed well. and anything dangerous. So the wife gets in to do the um, the uh, water skiing. And off you go. And I say, are you sure? Yeah, off you go. Anyway, so I take off. She, gets, she manages to just get up and then her legs just go either way um, and she screams out loud and gets a, a water douche. Legs, <laughs> legs one way, the, the top the other way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, legs completely apart. She can't move. She's crying. So I circle the boat around. My young son is uh, screaming for his mum. So he jumps in to save her, bless his heart. Um, we pull her <laughs> on board and she can't walk properly for a couple of days. You know. Oh, man, that's bad for <laughs> Uh, yeah so uh after lake mead we say we'll have a quick look at vegas so we drive and we take the wrong turn and we end up taking the highway so we didn't even drive down the strip uh, and i think that day we did one long drive um and i drove the whole way it was about 12 hours 12 hours of solid driving Shit. through uh up through utah and that you know through the desert and everything and Man, Utah is real nice. The scenery. Oh, it got it got so pretty round round about where all the Mormons live. Yeah, you know where I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Yeah. I, I've driven through Utah, Lake. man. It's uh... yeah. up near Salt Lake, and that it was absolutely beautiful. It Utah really is 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 probably one of the prettier states, man. Like uh, for for scenery it's and just, parks. It's got a real different feel about it as well. It's like yeah. every state we went in had a different feel about it. Um. That's true, man. Utah, yeah, it had a real different, like wholesome, wholesome almost feel about it. Mm. That's okay. all I can say, really. I mean, we we drove through the the big valley where uh, I can't remember what it's called now, Star something Valley, Star Valley, or something like that. Uh, yeah. We drove up that way from so from where we stopped after twelve hours of driving, we just got in and managed to find a place. We phoned ahead and uh, got the place. Um, stayed for a night there, didn't really see anything. Um, again, wake up, go and have breakfast somewhere, and then off we go again. Um, we drove from there to Jackson Hole, and that's when it really started to get picturesque. Jackson yeah, Hole. Yeah, so now you're you're now you're in Wyoming. Yeah, um, I mean that's that's the place I would retire definitely. Yeah, I, I could see you. Uh, I could see you living there, man, for real. Mate, uh, the Grand Tetons, Teton Lake, and everything. We stayed there. Uh, we went into Jackson, but it's just a lot of tourists and a lot of people, so that wasn't really that enjoyable. Um, we stayed stayed in the campsite there for one night. So y'all and uh, so Yellowstone it encompasses like I think three states, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, you get some parts in Idaho, some in Wyoming, and and so um, Jackson Jackson Hole is just uh, just south. Just south of Yellowstone. So we had one night there anyway, and then we headed up. Uh, oh, we did go out on the lake, on the Grand Teton Lake, um, in a little flat-bottomed boat, um, and that was quite nice. I saw my first American eagle in the wild. There, yeah, that's nice, man. And then flying around. So it was, it was fantastic. Um, I taught the kids to drink beer when we were there. <laughs> I bought hey, some uh, how old were they at uh, this point? I think they were, what, like 10? Uh, one of them was six, seven, and nine. Six, seven, and nine. Yeah, so I had them all drinking beer all and right. taking pictures of them for the grandparents. Um, and, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's how we used to do it back to, in, the, in the 80s, man. Yeah, yeah, it was just great. They were free. They didn't have school. You know, they were having the time of their lives, really. Um, we then drove up to Yellowstone. We went in the south of Yellowstone, but we drove so, across. So, what, so that, you know, man, that's still on my bucket list, man. And I feel uh, the way you feel about Stonehenge, I feel about Yellowstone. It's like, man, here I am, you know, traveled 
oh, all Mike, over, um, man. And I haven't even gotten to Yellowstone, and it it, it really is high on my bucket list. And uh, Yellowstone is, is something else. It really is because you're actually it's a caldera, which is the top of a volca volcano, right? It's a super mm -hmm. volcano, and you yeah, drive it's going to blow up one one day. You drive into that caldera. And you can drive around. I can't remember. I think it's eight miles across, something like that. I'm not sure. But um, the vista that it gives you as you're driving in there with all the trees up the side and that. But you can actually see the shape of the volcano as you're driving around it. It makes you feel very small. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, they say it's going to erupt one, one, one day. Who knows, well, man? When it erupts, you'll get four feet of ash in Houston, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so... Mm -hmm. So you got to uh, Yellowstone. It's known obviously for its beauty, man, but it, it's also a, a dangerous park, man. You got a, you got a, the bison, obviously, but you got a whole bunch of bears out there, man. You guys weren't yeah, worried well, about the um, bears? No, 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 no. You weren't worried about them really. Um, we saw two black bears with cubs, uh, but then if you look at the road, there was there must have been three, four hundred people standing there taking pictures. Did you so take your, your Did you take your rifles with you or any weapons or no? Yeah, I had my uh, Mossberg 500 with a pistol grip. Um, that was tucked away in the cupboard. Uh, okay. I had my 45, which I carried everywhere, as you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I had okay. that mainly on the on the seat next to me in the holster. I didn't carry it around unless we went out walking somewhere. I, I would carry it everywhere we went, you know. Um, I, uh, you know, and uh, I, I make it a point to have a, at least a handgun in my backpack when I'm in a, in a national park. I just... You know, I just yeah, hate well, to be in a you've got, that that little ladies' gun that you bought wouldn't have done any good on anyone. <laughs> it wouldn't. I had, a, I, had a four, I had a Springfield 45 XD. It was a beautiful pistol. It yeah, probably still wouldn't have done anything. I mean, it was not going to do anything against a grizzly or anything. But yeah, I remember when when uh, yeah we went shooting, uh, and uh, I think I shot your gun too, if I'm not mistaken. You, hey, Bruce, remember I had that tight tight group? No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you really didn't. Right. You were looking at mine. So, you you seen some bear cubs, and you, you stayed on the the campgrounds well, the of the missus, RV park there, right? Yeah, the missus claimed she saw a grizzly. I never saw it. Also, oh, she she said she seen the grizzly. Yeah, she said she saw a grizzly. I don't believe her. I mean, she don't make things up. It's the silly cow wanting to get out and take pictures of it. Oh, and yeah. just see that. It was at this point they realized they fucked up. <laughs> uh, I didn't let it get out anyway. I wasn't stopping. So as we were going down these winding roads, so you remember that they took the motor out of the extension on. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So as we were going around these winding roads, um, the extension on the truck decided it was going to go out every time we took a right hand corner. So the whole side of the truck would go out and then it would wait until we got to a left-hand corner and I'd have to take it quite sharply for it to come back in. So um, um, we couldn't let any of the kids sit on that side. And I just had to go slower after that. Um, and also uh, we were packing up one morning and there was a beer bottle that had lodged itself down the side of the chair. And as the wife was pressing the electric uh, motor button to bring it in, it decided, well, it punched a hole straight through the side of this uh, extension, leaving a circular hole through it. And you were like, I'm not getting my deposit back. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd already laid out the money for the fuel pump, which was $1,100, and they said they were going to pay me back. I managed to get $700 fucking dollars back. That was it. So about the um, the shit pipe. So on, on an RV, what you have to do is you uh, – Everywhere you park, there's a little cesspit there, and you take the pipe, you attach it to your toilet tank, and then you attach it to the cess tank, and then you pull the lever and you empty it all, right? Okay. So one day the missus wanted to go at it. I went off to the bar to see if they were still serving food, and they weren't. Uh, and I came back, and she said, we've got a problem. I said, what's the problem? She said, uh, you better come and look. So as I went back, the flap to the side was still partly open. So what does that and, mean? Um, the, you you open a flap on the side to get to the cess tank. Yeah. She hadn't counted the pipe properly, and there was still shit and piss dripping off the flap <laughs> as I went. And you know me, I don't do shit, all right? I don't mind puke and piss. That's fine. I can handle that, but shit, I can't. And these, these little 
fuckers had been shitting and pissing in that toilet for about two days. That thing was full. So it had, decided, a, it, it, to have a go at it. It had a few pounds of shit in there then. Yeah, and I was I was dry heaving like fuck trying to get this thing clean. Um, <laughs> I had to re- I had to attach the pipe properly. There was shit everywhere, and you have to reach right inside. So my head went in there, and I could feel it dripping on me, and also I was, you know, really <laughs> just thinking about it now is actually making my eyes water a little bit. So uh, oh, yeah, we got, managed to get that cleaned up. Um, <laughs> we actually decided to spend a week in Yellowstone because it was so beautiful and it was such an amazing experience. The old geezer and all that. Um, you got you see any uh, some buffalo, elk? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we drove we drove the whole park, and there's one point where we had to stop because there was a big bison in the road, and you're not allowed to. You just got to let them go. Yeah, and do what they do. That one decided he was going to stand in the middle of the road and chew grass for, I think, for about 45 minutes. <laughs> and look, um, and then they look at you too, man. <laughs> oh, he's looking at me. He's like, try something, motherfuckers. <laughs> no, I ain't trying nothing. Yeah. Nice buffalo. Off you go. But they move on after a while. You know, it's really nice to see them. And you don't get an appreciation on the TV until you see them. No, they're impressive, live. man. I've seen them in South they, Dakota. They're, they're, they're they impressive. Must, they must weigh a ton. A ton and a half, these things. They are huge. Absolutely huge. Yeah, Impressive animal. Did you uh did you see uh the what is it that the the geysers? Yep, yeah, we yeah. sat and watched Old Faithful a couple of times. And still, I mean, that's, you have to wait quite a while and this, you know, to get a seat next to seat in the front to actually watch it. Um, I, but that was impressive as hell, mate. It really is. How that thing just keeps going all the time. Hey Bruce, yeah. and so uh, no, 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 no other black bear encounters, huh? Uh, there is one. There is one. So uh, after Yellowstone, we drove down. We went through Colorado, and we actually drove there more or less in one night. So we missed all the really beautiful stuff yeah. coming through, and we were going up some. I mean, getting that, getting that RV up those mountains into uh, into Silverton, which is the highest town in the U.S. Apparently. Yeah. And my mate, my mate Hugo Martinez had told me about it. He said, you've got to go to Silverton. It's lovely. So we went anyway, and we these gradients were something else, and I didn't think we were going to make it. I thought I was going to have to put it in reverse and go up backwards. <laughs> but we get there, and it's, it's a lovely place. It really is. Um, there's, a, there's a bar there called the Golden Block, which serves the best pizza in town, and the guy brews his own beer, and okay. he does make a little bit of cheeky moonshine out the back as well. Um, we took one of these four before go karts, more or less, to go up the mountain, which was about fourteen thousand feet. And I've got oh, a picture yeah. of me. I, think I showed you that picture of me standing right at the top. Um, yeah, brilliant place. Um, so I went out at about two o'clock one afternoon, the, and I was going to go and grab a couple of pizzas from the guy who owned it. His name was Floyd Floyd Bahera or some Barris, something like that. Anyway, he introduced himself to me. We had a good chat. Yeah. Um, so I went and got a went and tried his chicken wings that he made in his pizza oven. And we got chatting, me and Floyd, and we started drinking. Um, and it kind of went on, and all the locals were coming over, and we were all chatting and everything. And then next thing I know, it's 9 o'clock at night, and the wife walks in <laughs> <laughs> in her pajamas with the kids, all three kids in their pajamas. Oh, she said it was time and, to go, buddy. Oh, I'm fucking hammered by this time. No, no, she didn't at all. Because when she came in, I was actually doing press-ups on the floor with Floyd and uh, she walked up and whipped my shorts down. So there's my bare ass as I'm doing this fucking <laughs> press up competition with Floyd. And uh, she starts drinking as well. So we're both, uh, we're both now getting hammered. The kids are sitting there happy as Larry eating their pieces. Right. And uh, we're drinking moonshine and beer and all that. And then we leave and sort of stagger down the road. I think that's the most beer I drunk on the holiday. That I was all day session sort of thing, you know? Yeah, man, I uh, remember so those days. So the black bear thing. So we went, we drove down to Mesa Verde, where all the the Indians used to live in the side of the cliffs. Yeah, you know they got them. They used they used to climb up a sheer drop and then build a a, a settlement inside the cliff, and then they'd have their farms on top. And to get to the farms, they'd have to do a rock climb to get to them. Mm. Crazy shit, you know. Yeah, then. Yeah. So we stayed in Mesa Verde, and they said, "Oh, there's." Uh, 
you know, it's a, it's a nice, and it was really lovely park. I had my drone with me, and I, I sent my drone up and took some video and that. Well, I didn't even know you had a drone. Yeah, some guy grassed me up for it as well. Um, and I was in the shop when he was grassing me up. I stood behind him, which I thought was quite funny. So, hey, hold on, Bruce, because I, I don't even know what the hell that means, man. Somebody grassing you up? Oh, well, yeah, he's snitching on me. Oh. <laughs> snitching on me. And I was stood next to him in the shop. Okay. He said, uh, just to let you know, there's someone flying a drone in the park. And I went, oh, some people, eh? <laughs> that was me. <laughs> anyway, so um, I would, you know me, I, I used to carry my 45 everywhere, right? National yep. parks especially, just in case. You never know. Yep, you never know. You never know. So um, it was about one o'clock in the morning in Mesa Verde Park, and we'd park right next to the toilet block, about 20, 20 feet away. Something like that, you know, the, the spot right next to it. And I said, uh, I've got to go take a shit. And uh, I, <laughs> I get up and the missus says, uh, are you are you going to take your gun? I went, ah, it's only there. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you're only 20 feet yeah. away, right? So Yeah, so I, I took the iPad so I could have something to read while I was taking a, taking a shit. And off I went to this little toilet cubicle. And it was just a single urinal in there and a stall. And you open the door, you walk in, you've got the stall, and you sit there. So there I'm sitting there, and I hear this uh, snuffling, like, and padding. And it, wasn't, and it wasn't the wife. Padding of feet, and it wasn't the wife, no. Um, <laughs> and you know you know when you hear somebody walk, if you hear someone walk, you can kind of think, oh, that's a person. Yeah. Or if you hear a horse walk past, oh, it's something big, it's a horse, right? Yeah. Well, whatever this was that was sniffing, whatever, they're probably sniffing the shit coming out. But this thing was fucking big, whatever it was. And mm. the two windows in the place, this thing was walking around and it was like sniffing up at the window. Oh, right? so I don't know. I don't know it was a bear. It was, getting some, it was getting some nose hits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> whatever it was, was snuffing. It could have been a deer for all I knew. Hey, so Bruce, but, at this point, are you are you like afraid, dude? You know, you're on the toilet. Dude. You're kind of defenseless. Mate. You're... you're, you're Mate, that 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 shit came out no problem. That went <laughs> <laughs> anyway. This thing, <laughs> this thing walks around the front and boom, that the fucking door opens like someone had kicked that door open. Oh, I fucking drew my legs up. I was I was sitting like one of the Indians in Lampro shipyard having a shit. I had my heels on the toilet and my fucking <laughs> hey, iPad in my hands. You thought you thought that bear was gonna do you like Leonardo DiCaprio in that movie, huh? <laughs> I hadn't seen it by then, but anyway, I thought the door opened inwards. So I thought if that motherfucker comes in and that door closes, he's getting all that ass. It can't get out, and neither can I because I'm stuck in a fucking stall. He's going to take it out on you, man. (laughs) So the fucking door closes, and I I stood up, right? I quickly wiped, cleaned up. I don't think you you were very clean, man. (laughs) I stood up and looked over the top. There was no fucking bear, no animal in there. Oh, fuck. So I, sure? I grabbed, grabbed the iPad, gingerly opened the door and peeked out, and I could see the RV that was 20 yards away. But it was like one of them fucking horror movies, dude, where you see it getting further and further away and your fucking vision closing in. Hey, so the only thing I could do, I hadn't brought my fucking gun with me. And I didn't. And even if I had, I wouldn't have fucking shot it, you know, or I'd have shot into the air and sounded like a right tit police would have yeah. come and everything anyway so i thought fuck this and i was sweating now mate the sweat was dripping off me and i thought i've fucking got to go back so um <laughs> I, I devised a plan that someone oh. said make a lot of noise make a lot of noise if there's a bear near and it's more afraid of you than you are of it and yeah that's, that's what they do that's that, what they that bear you. weren't fucking sweating that bear was not sweating like i was i was fucking sweat it was dripping off the end of my nose anyway so i slammed the door hard as I could, three or four times I said, shouted, fuck off, you bastards. <laughs> Threw the door open and then fucking made a run for the RV. And uh, I was like, fucking, I was like Usain Bolt, dude. I I don't think I even touched the grass. I think I was running over the top of it like Daffy Duck. <laughs> I fucking slammed into the RV and then pulled the door open, did not look behind me, pulled the door shut. Fucking drenched I was. <laughs> your, your, wife asked, your wife asked you what the hell was wrong with you, huh? <laughs> she said, what the fuck? I said, shit, I took that fucking gun. And I told her all about it. My heart was going. I couldn't fucking sleep all night. Anyway, I um, <laughs> I went to the shop the next morning. 
and I, I said to her, mate, uh, is there any wildlife in this park? They said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you'll get deer and all that stuff. And she said, and we have got a friendly black bear that comes around every now and then. We call him Blondie or something like that. <laughs> I was like, so, but this thing was fucking big, dude. I swear. I was, yeah. it was, you, you get that sixth sense of some danger. And my asshole, oh, I released and then nipped up. You, hey. wouldn't have got, you wouldn't have got a credit card up my ass, I told you. <laughs> it was tight. Oh, it was fucking tight, dude. Oh, that's awesome, man. That, hey, hey, Bruce, so, you know, the, these are kind of experiences, man, you can only get, dude, from, from just, you know, being out there, man. You know, and I'm, and I'm glad that you were able to, you know, take the whole family, man. I, I think, it's, uh, you know, even though... Your kids were small, man. You still remember, man, because you know that, that I still remember trips from when I was around that age. But uh, yeah, we we got loads of pictures as well, you know. Yeah, man. So, so I, I guess uh, of all the places you visited, what what was y'all's favorite, man? What, you know, what, what what would you consider a must see attraction? Yellowstone. Okay. But not yeah, just I, not just don't just drive around and and look at it for a couple of like, days. Stay there, right? At least a week. Yeah. Stay there. Stay stay in. Uh, we stayed in Idaho, which was uh, West Yellowstone. We drove through the West Yellowstone village and we stayed out on this long road. Um, we stayed by this little creek with a big mountain behind us or a large hill. And there's an open fire pit outside wherever you park. And you and I taught the kids to cook on it. And I let, each let them cook a meal every night, you know, the, the sausages and the burgers and cans of baked beans. And that was the best thing they'd ever had. Um, and just the experience, mate. Um, walking around there yeah you know yeah. peter kurtz who we both know he's gone he's gone backpacking off off road in yellowstone oh wow yeah that's that's yeah. those them, them, them hardcore peter, people peter kurtz, peter kurtz is a true adventurer trust me the, the places he goes just yeah i remember off. uh well, well i mean we went uh surfing with him in dana point i remember well me and peter surfed you didn't <laughs> Hey, I, I got the hey, I got the pictures, man. <laughs> you uh, you couldn't make it out past the break, so you when we came back, you were just laid on the surfboard on the beach, too tired <laughs> to get up, if I remember correctly. I think I was, I think I was hung over, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my hey, my daughters were mad at me, dude. Anyways, when I came back and I told them I went surfing, they they got this yeah. thing about sharks, man. So they're like, "Why'd you go out there? You're gonna get eaten." Well, no, you were in no danger unless that shark had legs and could walk on the <laughs> could walk on the sand. You were you were in no danger, dude. Oh None man! Hey, so so Bruce, if you could do it uh, again, uh, you said a forty footer, huh? Uh, spring for the forty footer. I'd spring for the forty footer. Uh, I would make California this time and go to Yosemite. Uh, yeah. And then up the, the West Coast, obviously avoiding places that you've got trouble in, like Portland and that. There's no need to go anywhere near there. Right, right. Uh, you know, the uh, the Lewis and Clark Trail as well. I'd like to hit that because we went over Bridges Pass and everything, and that's real history for me. And Peter actually sent me a book recently on the Lewis and Clark expedition. So uh, to see some of them places would be awesome, you know, and just pull up in total solitude somewhere because you've got some amazing country up there you really have sure man sure yeah it, it's uh I, I tell people all the time man you know there, there's so much to see just in your own country man you know uh oh, you just if you just read a little bit do a little research uh you, you'll you'll find tons of things to do man it's so much and beauty the, and the people the people that you meet i mean you you guys get a bit of a bad rap around the world for you know americans this and that but i tell you what we didn't we met fantastic people yeah everywhere we went everywhere in gas stations in little diners everywhere we went was nice honest extremely friendly people brilliant people that we still remember now you know yeah yeah no Just uh, because how how welcoming they are how nice they were it's yeah not, it, it, not i 100% agree with you man 100% agree with you yeah. it's the media focus in the news you know if you look at if you that's all you do is look at the news and and, and listen to the media and how they portray people yeah like really really anywhere in the world how they portray it's them not inaccurate. it's not accurate portrayal it really it really is mean, awesome people out there you really have um, so any it's, and it's like saudi arabia where i am now if you saudi arabia gets a very poor reputation but i tell you what this place is one of the best places i've worked 
It's changing so, too. Um, I tell you, and they, I see all these ignorant comments about, oh, suppression of women and all that, but that's absolute horseshit, mate. Everyone has their traditions and their traditional um, dress that they wear. And yep. the Saudis that I work for are such a nice family. Um, and the women here rule the roost just like they do in any other Western country. <laughs> Let, me tell you. Let me tell you now, they wear the trousers. Yeah, we, uh, we've got to do a, you know what? Uh, we we should do an episode on Saudi Arabia. I I, I think that would be a cool one, man. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, Saudi is a really very interesting interesting culture. And hey, Bruce, let me, Bruce, let me ask you this, man. I didn't mean to cut you off, Holly's. Uh, any plans uh, on coming back to the U.S. Uh, with the family? I know that you uh, you come down to OTC once a year, but uh, any any. Um, any yeah, we 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 are we will do the forty footer now. The kids maybe not because uh, they'll be too old by then. But yeah. and the wife, definitely, she's always up for an adventure. She's more adventurous than I am, so. Yeah, no, she, your wife's a fun person, man. She's cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so we will, we will do it again one day, definitely. Um, well, I'll tell you what, Bruce, uh, I want to thank you, man, uh, for sharing your stories and experiences, man. That, that That's a once-in-a-lifetime trip that a lot of people don't get to take. And, hell, you're, here you are from across the pond, and you made it happen, man. And uh, you provided 6,000 miles, dude. 6,000 miles in five weeks. <laughs> the UK Clark Griswold, Bruce Laidlaw. <laughs> Covered in shit. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Hey, well, always a good time chatting with you, brother. And uh, good luck in Saudi. And uh, I'll see you at OTC next year, Gabriel. Yeah, you too, mate. I love you loads. And that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed uh, this week's episode. And really hope that you join us next week. We got a good one coming up. I'll be interviewing a pilot, I mean, captain, let me get that right, captain of a major U.S. Uh, commercial airline. We'll discuss uh, what it's like dealing with uh, these unruly-ass passengers. You've seen all these fight videos and people not knowing how to act, you know, now that uh, travel has returned to pre-pandemic levels. Uh, we'll hear that and uh, some funny stories, some uh, travel destination advice. And just lots of good uh, insight from the aviator's point of view. So I uh, hope you join us uh, next week. Until then, later, cabrones. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, I'd really appreciate it if you gave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. Make sure to subscribe and share. You can also check out my website at whereto nowadventures.com. Again, thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.